Podcast. I'm Chris Morandish. My lovely wife is not with us today, but I have got an amazing couple of friends of ours, Glenn and Susan Martin. And we get the opportunity to just talk with them and hopefully get some questions and see, you know, what's going on in their life. These guys are amazing people. They have an amazing ministry. And we just wanted to kind of introduce them. Um, so Glenn, can you just say hi? How are you doing, everybody? And say hi, Susan. Hi, everybody out there. <laughs> okay, it's looking good. So Glenn, you guys have been married for how long? 26 years. 20, 26 years. This is amazing. Real quick, how did you, how did you guys meet? Because Glenn, I know you got quite the different uh, testimony than what Susan's got. Uh, Susan, can you share? Because you know us guys, we don't really always remember that stuff. Well, uh, we met at a Christian single uh, dance out in Ventura, California. I was working the book table, and he was working the front door. <laughs> front door. <laughs> Amen. Um, while I was working at the table, I saw this young, handsome guy at the door, and I kept, oh, i never seen him before. And um, But every time he would look at me where I was at the table, I would turn my face so he wouldn't know that I was looking at him. Ah. <laughs> and uh, I was looking at her, and likewise, I was a little shy, so we just kind of were looking but not getting caught. <laughs> and on the looking, but God did the connection. That's amazing. And, how, and that was how many years ago again? 26 years ago. 26 years ago. So you guys have a ministry and you've been pretty much around the world, right? Oh, yes. Yes. We've traveled all over the world. So Glenn, how did you guys get started in your ministry? We got started, um, well, we were in Bible college and everything, but uh, God... Um, when I was in prison, people were saying you weren't doing it on the street. So literally, we uh, took the ministry from church to doing park outreach back in 1998. Wow, June 6, nineteen ninety-eight. And what did and what did that let you say? You took it out to the street. What did, what did that look like? Well, feeding the hungry, nice. clothing the hungry, nice, healing the sick, casting out devils, winning the lost. Our first outreach, we had nine salvations and about six miracles. Wow. And uh, we started off with two dozen donuts, a couple pitchers of coffee, and we do that all over the world now. That, that's amazing. So you said, you, you know, all over the world. So like what countries have you guys been to? Um, we've been to Indonesia, Hong Kong, Singapore, Russia. Well, Russia. Yeah, Russia was uh, pretty scary, <laughs> but God watched over us. Amen. Only God can do something like that. These countries that you know you don't know if you're going to come back because they're yeah. so strict. And then seeing that you're from the U.S., they say they don't like U.S., but yet when we spend our money, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Argentina, Canada, Jerusalem. Several areas in Africa, Malawi, Kenya, Nigeria, and probably another five or ten different countries. So. Wow. So you guys have really been all over the place then. That's incredible. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You know, because, you know, Mary and I, we started off, you know, kind of the same thing, you know, start off with homeless ministry. And we've been to Pakistan and, you know, getting into a couple of places. Now we're coming up into Africa. 
you know, you guys have been really inspiring to us, but through your faithfulness and all the things and the testimonies that you guys have shared with us on, on what it means to be out there and, and to work for God and to minister in his name and, and just watch so many people come to Christ. I've watched you pray for people and Amen. just seen how responsive people are to the simple gospel that you, that you provide. It's amazing. And I know, Glenn, you, you told me that you studied under um, spiritual father, Morris Cirillo, right? Yes. So, yeah. so how, did you, how did you meet him? How did that happen? Well, I'll get to my testimony in a bit, but uh, Morris Cirillo, he had a, a magazine. It's called God's Victorious Army. And in 1993, I picked that magazine up in prison. Wow. I read it, and you would fill in the blanks. It was a little Bible study magazine. And you'd mail it back to them, and they'd mail you another one every month. And in two years, I built a relationship with God. I learned how to fight the good fight of faith. And when I got out of prison, I went to a Morsarello conference. He hit me with the power of the Holy Ghost. I've never been the same since 1996. I was ordained under his ministry in 97. And um, it's just been fire. Signs, wonders, and miracles. and. That was the encounter, a little simple magazine. That's amazing. So now you guys, not so much the world travelers now. I mean, are you still traveling around the world? Well, once this COVID is lifted, the hindrance is on flying and we'll go right back because the doors are open. We're getting invitations every month, you know, three to five, seven invitations every month. Oh, wow. Okay. And, um, and for the, the mission field right now, we're taking care of our backyard. It's called the United States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we need Amen. it. We need it. Yeah. Yes. So we're, we got the opportunity to meet you and your wife and mm-hmm. freedom ministry. And, um, as we pour into you, we believe God's going to use you to pour into many, Amen. many millions yes. of people. Amen. Thank you. And, um, so just, uh, keep it simple when the doors are open. May God give you wisdom who to pour into. Yeah. Where to pour into so you can maximize the fruit of your time. Yeah. And that's, yeah, yeah that, that's kind of one of our hopes with, with this simple podcast is just to reach people and help them um, learn who we are in Christ, you know? Amen. So, one of the things I wanted to know how did you guys transition? Because I know you guys had a window washing business. Yeah. And then you did you slowly transition or was it just like a sudden leap of faith? How did you guys transition into full time? We're just going to go all out, all in for Jesus. Definitely a faith walk. Um, what we did, because it says in um, is it Mark 11, uh, 22, that little simple. Scripture is have faith in God. That's yeah. simple. And that's what we did. We stepped out on faith and just trusting him that he's going to get us through whatever situation we were going to do. But we did want to work for the, the king kings and the Lord or Lord. Just God. That's Amen. all I can say. Amen. And, and it wasn't really... Um, a progressive, it was progressive because anytime you're serving the Lord, you're already in full-time ministry. Even when you're working a, a, a for a company or you own your own business, because that's a platform for you to um, win souls. Amen. So whoever's listening, remember you're in ministry, full-time ministry. And the transition for my wife and I, we sowed seed. 
We sold our businesses that were bringing in six figures, five figures. And as we gave our businesses away, we sold them into people that were desperate for a job. And here you can have my business. Sold our businesses immediately. God said, let it go. Cast a net because we did 10 years of park outreach. And then we moved to a new county. I was going to go to L.A. or Ventura County to do the same thing we did in San Luis Obispo County. And uh, as we went to Ventura County, where I grew up and drug dealing and stuff, here I go back and intention, park outreach, 10 years experience, sold our businesses, had no money coming in except faith in God, have faith in God, as my wife said. And there was a handful of partners that, that supported the vision and the ministry and uh, that was a transition into full-time, full-time, as far as depending on partner base to finance the vision for the lost souls of the world. And um, we continued doing uh, global evangelism. Uh, park outreach was our intention. We had wonderful outreaches throughout Ventura County. One outreach, we had a thousand souls in one day. Wow. And uh, it was just entering into other people's labor. So we didn't do it as a, a, a dream to steal somebody's vision. It was just obedience to God, and God does wonderful things. And he's been providing for us since 2006 was our sowing our businesses, mm -hmm. sowing hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in the property that we bought for our world headquarters. Uh, seed time and harvest. I'm about ready to cry, Chris. And for the here, seed time and harvest, are you willing to sow your time? Are you willing to sow the finances? Are you willing to sow your life for the sake Amen. of the gospel? Amen. You know, for a lot of people, it's, you know, I've got money and I'm willing to sow those things. But my comfortability, my time at times is too precious to me. You and I were talking earlier that time is actually our, our most valuable commodity. It's the most precious thing that God has given us is our short little blip of time here on this earth to try and share with people, right? So when you started off, what was like mo one of the most biggest surprises that you guys had? The big thing that just went, wow, I wasn't expecting that. There was an outreach we did in uh, San Luis Obispo, California. Every year we would do uh, outreach on the Mission, Mission Plaza, the steps of the Mission Plaza. And uh, there was a lady that came down from another town because she wanted to see her son play, and she was in a wheelchair. And Glenn asked, well, what happened? She, she said she had a stroke, and the doctors told her to put her paperwork together because she didn't have very long to live. So she came to see her son, and that day, Glenn prayed for her, and she started walking the steps. He told her to get up, to get up. And she just looked at him in amazement. And he says, yeah, sister, come on, get up. And she did. And every step she took, they quoted a scripture. And she got to the top where her son was playing. And she was in awe, her son and her husband, that she was on top of the stairs. And she was looking down where her wheelchair was at. Now that is something that I'll always remember because the doctor told her she only has six months and she was, um, what, there? Three years. Three years. Paralyzed. So God 
did an awesome miracle. So that was a wonderful highlight. And um, Maxine Parker was her name. And uh, received the report of the Lord, not the report of doctors. Yeah. And when God gives you an instruction, just speak it out. God said, let there be light. There was. Mm -hmm. And when God shows you what to do, just speak it out. You know, we were at the outreach yesterday and there was a gal and I gave her a rock and I said, would you like a miracle with that rock? And she said, yes. And give me her cane. I put her cane on the table. Get up. Let's walk. And she started dancing like a 20 year old. Instant miracle. So Holy Spirit doesn't lie. He's a person. Amen. And if he gives you an instruction, hopefully you'll have faith in God and believe that it was God and you'll obey what the Spirit of God told you to do and say, and he'll watch over his word to do it. But a lot of times we go through warfare, darts, family, finances, uh, the devil jumps on your shoulder. What if they don't get healed? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, God wants to heal them. He didn't lie to you. The yeah. devil's the father of all lies. So Amen. walk in faith, not in doubt. One of the best pieces of advice, the best seed that anybody sowed into my life when it came to praying for the sick was that if you're scared that something's not going to happen and you don't pray for them, you have exactly what you were afraid of because you didn't pray. So nothing happened. Yep. But what happens if you pray for them and they do get healed? What happens if you pray for them and the miracle does happen, right? It's not going to happen by standing by and being spectators. This is right. not exactly. a spectator sport. Exactly. So, so as I shared with way back with Maxine Parker, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if you're sensitive to the voice of God, Hallelujah. he'll show up like he did yesterday, like he did in 2006. The same miracles, different but same. One paralyzed for three and a half years from the waist down. The other, just a simple cane. Next thing, she's dancing like a 20-year-old. That's awesome. So, That's awesome. So, so we love feeding the hungry. We love being out in the parks. And uh, to God be the glory. You know, you brought up an interesting thing about when you hear from the Holy Spirit, when you hear from God, move in it. So I want to ask the question, what's the most difficult part of your guys' ministry? Well, for us, it's um, find loyal people to help out. That's the main thing is people that you can trust that's willing to help you and not have a different agenda behind it, but want to be able to help and to please God because that's who we work for. It's all about him, and for us, it will always be about him. But find loyal workers that have the same vision as you. Yes, I'm in agreement with my wife. You know, we've worked the harvest field for 20, going on 25, 26 years. And uh, so my wife and I, from the get-go of 98, the first dozen, two dozen donuts and pitchers of coffee, We've always done it in love and purity, and we've always remained humble. We've rubbed elbows with great men and women of God, but for my wife and I, we've come through many encounters with wonderful people, 
And then we've been used and hurt by so many people in the church, wolves in sheep's clothing. And, uh, and as you grow in wisdom and love, you learn to love them, but you don't stay in covenant with them. Money is just a tool. When I was a drug dealer, I had credit limousine, lived in a multi-million dollar house, and uh, it was a bondage of, of hell on earth. And now that I have heaven on earth, you know, if you give me a million, two million dollars, it's just a tool. So, you know, what I'll do is I'll feed more hungry, I'll win more lost, and I'll be able to bless your ministry. How we would love to have hundreds of thousands and millions yes. of dollars in the, in the, in the bank. Yeah. So we could say, you're going to Africa. Here's 10 grand, brother. Go on and build an orphanage. And I mean it from my heart. You see, and so the wolves in sheep's clothing and the finances, those are the two uh, things that we get hit with by doing ministry with pure hearts for 25 years. So what do you guys see as like next on your horizon? I mean, I know as you guys, you guys have been staying at our house. It's just been awesome to have you guys here again. You've got these firehouse meetings. Can you kind of just explain what those are? Or? Firehouse, we've had it on the vision, the back burner for over 10 years. In Hong Kong, God said, do firehouses. We have a few firehouses in Hong Kong. We have some in Milwaukee and a few around the world. But right now our vision is to, it's popping after the coronavirus. Um, the move of God is outdoors as we came here for Jesus Fest and, and the firehouses that God's doing. And really, it's just equipping the body of Christ with pure love and pure fire. The best is for people to, to follow Glenn Martin Ministries dot org and uh and get a glimpse of what the firehouse is about and then uh and then have us come to their home and impart it yeah so it's glenn martin ministries dot org yes O-R-G. so that's our website correct m-a-r-t-i-n yes dot o-r-g right yes and and you're on facebook people can find you on facebook facebook as well. glenn martin Glenn Martin. Okay. Is there any other way that people can get a hold of you just through the website and through Facebook or? Facebook's the best because then you got Messenger as well. And that's Glenn Martin. And Glenn with two N's. Glenn with two N's. Well, guys, I just really want to thank you. And um, you guys have truly been a blessing to mine and Mary's lives. You know, we've only known you for a short time. You guys have truly blessed us um, just by coming and staying with us and imparting your wisdom and blessing us. We just want to thank you and honor you guys. And it's been a pleasure having you guys on the show. So again, guys, if you want to reach out and talk more with uh, Glenn and Susan, glennmartinministries.org, and you can look up Glenn Martin on Facebook. We would love if you guys would help spread the seed that Glenn and Susan have sown today. If you would just like and share and comment on this podcast, share it with your friends across your social media, and we can reach more and more people all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So would you guys close us out in prayer? Yes, Father, we thank you for this opportunity today, here today, Father, that I ask that you touch your people and that they will listen and will share also this podcast. I pray that it'll be able to reach, even if it's just one, that would be awesome, Father. So I ask that you just touch them right now where they're at. 
And Father God, just bless these men and women of God that have an ear to hear what the Spirit yes. saith to the bride. There's some of you out there right now that are going through uh, some storms, depression, oppression. And uh, let's just break that off right now in the name of Jesus, yes. Father God. Let's stop the storm. You're the storm stopper. I thank you, Lord, for uh, giving them eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit saith to the bride. Amen. And say, thank you, Jesus. For calming the storm by your stripes, I receive my healing. I receive my miracle. My back is strong. My family is strong. My walk with God is strong in the name of Jesus. And there's some of you that, that, that aren't sure about your salvation. And I want you to repeat this prayer right now. It'll get your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life yeah. and stay connected with Word of Freedom. You know, uh, Chris and Mary, they love you. They love God and they, they're going to help you on your journey. Yeah. Walking in the Spirit with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please repeat after me if you all of sin and fall short of the glory. So if, if, if you feel like you need a, just a, a bath with the blood of Jesus, just, just, just repeat. Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For dying on the cross. For dying on the cross. For my sin. For my Jesus, Jesus, I want you to come into my heart. I want you to come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Be my Savior. And be my friend. Be my friend. Till the very end. Till the very end. And help me. And help me. To become more like you. To become more like you. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you. God bless you. God bless. And thank you, Glenn and Susan Martin, for joining us and sharing your time with us. We know how precious your time is. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll uh, see you next time. <laughs>